0: Welcome back, uh, to the starter pack podcast. I have not done this in a long time. Honestly, I'm nervous, but I'm excited. Uh, let's do it. Emergency podcast today. Have not, like I said, I haven't done this since I don't even know the day. Honestly, one of the last episodes we did was when I know Jen and I actually recorded our most successful podcast in the past was the birth story of Ainsley and Ainsley's two and a half. So, and, uh, Welcome back to the story, if you've been following along, uh, Jenna or I, at any point, Maisie has arrived and she's six months old, so, yeah, so that just means we haven't been doing, uh, we haven't been doing our podcast for a long time and just wanted to do it, I've been contemplating it for a while, Jenna is looking to fire her podcast back up and of course we might do some things together, but um, I wanted to do an emergency podcast today, a little bit in remembrance of my granny bland, so... As most of you know, if you're local, we took some time away this week and, um, it's been a tough last month. They put her on hospice. She was 99 years old. So like before we start anything, before I kind of share any of my, uh, short little memories here, um, how selfish would it be for us to want more time with her? Right. So 99 years old, six months shy of a hundred, but being in your hundredth year of life, that's crazy. That's crazy. Um, but it's just kind of an emotional time. So I told Jen, I was like, I want to I record a podcast. I want to um, just get a little bit of my thoughts and feelings out. And then that way you can always come back to them later. Um, you know, voice how you're feeling and things change over time and healing takes time. And I think we've all kind of been there in the past. So, you know, biggest thing right now I'm struggling with and is, uh, you know, the fact that I haven't really had a really emotional high a strong relationship I guess with my granny for a while you know so she died just recently being 99 years old I'm 32 do the math what does that make her it makes her relatively elderly even whenever I was a baby right so my relationship with my granny has always been very close but it was closer in the first 15 years of my life than it has been the last 15 years you know in the last 15 years of your life um, for me has changed I moved away and then I came back and I finished college and then I got a girlfriend and got engaged and had babies and you know all this it's just it's crazy what's changed in the last even five years long story short your, your relationship with your grandparents changes over time and if you do any sort of like moving away or you know distance and things like that and you don't spend time with them um, you know things can kind of I don't know just just change right so um, a lot of my memories with my granny bland is from like my childhood not so much like my most recent life. So, you know, I'm not saying that I had like made my peace with it. I'm not saying that I was prepared for it. I wasn't, you know, I don't, I don't think I I ever really thought much about, I think actually, to be completely honest, I probably put off thinking about it more so than anything, but, you know, just recently having to kind of open up that box again of like all those memories and things that I haven't really thought about it in a long time. You kind of make your piece over the years of you know we're going to see Granny Bland, you know, to make sure the girls know her. You know, Ainsley still like the last couple of nights, even though we've you know it's been a few few days now since the services and whatnot, but still says you know things about Granny seeing Jesus and whatnot. So it's fresh, um but you know it's changed to the point where like we you know all of our visits and things with them were more so. I don't want to say even checking a box that maybe sounds terrible but reality is like we we all do that a little bit you know we do things to check the box and make sure we're pushing things along and making sure we're staying connected and making sure cuz like as much as we're all as connected as we can be um you know grand bland being 99 let's be real like there's not a whole lot of connection um there in reference to how it used to be So yeah opening up that box this week was tough you know having all those emotions and things fly you know fly right back into your life and you know it's on your mind now because we're having to go to and from, you know, and the visitation was one thing, but then the funerals, you know, is another, and a lot of memories are shared. And, you know, you see people and I come from a huge family, uh, a huge family. If you, if you don't know, um, I am one of 198 grandkids. Okay. So my granny Blaine had, I honestly can't even remember nine kids, maybe, eight eight kids two step kids or something i i I can't even remember to be honest um but i'm one of 198 grandkids okay so 38 grandkids 101 great grandkids and 59 great grandkids so uh that's a massive amount of cousins that's a massive family so naturally you can kind of understand that like as you move along in life and there's other families and things like that and your granny gets older that like it's harder to all stay connected we're probably as disconnected now as we've ever been and that's not a great thing it's not a good thing at all so like you have to put a, a, even a little more extra effort into staying connected with these people but there was literally cousins that I like didn't even recognize there was cousins that I hadn't seen in years there was probably people there that i had maybe never seen but like I'd only seen in pictures um I was able to connect with some of my cousins that are like in their fifties, um, and in their forties that like I hadn't ever connected to cause I'm an adult now. And so like, it was really special. It was really special, but it was really hard. Um, it was really hard just kind of hearing the stories. And of course, like my mind is rolling with all the good times I had with my granny bland, but, um, yeah, really kind of tough week. They put her on hospice like a month ago, honestly like i don't know much about like hospice care but i know that when they put people in hospice care that like your time is limited right like it's looked at as being like make them comfortable and they're in their home type of thing she lasted like almost a month um to be honest like when we went out and saw her the first time they put her on hospice i was like i don't think she's going to make it to thanksgiving like this is going to be terrible and although thanksgiving did not go the way we, we normally would do it as a family this year she made it to thanksgiving and then she the day after thanksgiving actually is is when she passed away but um She was a fighter. She was a great person. Like I think there's a reason why she hung on that last little bit for a while. And she inspired a crazy amount of people. A crazy amount of people. Um, If you get a chance, maybe go to either my wife's Facebook, uh, Jenna Bland, or go to my mom's Facebook, Lisa Bland. And there was a live stream from her service, from her funeral. And... I, and my dad actually said this and I think all of us were kind of thinking of it. Like I've been to enough funerals where like there's not a lot of people there and it, that's people in their midlife, not even in their elderly stage of life. But with Granny Bland, I mean, 99 years old, there were so many people there. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable how many people there and, and people that weren't there that were viewing online and the stories that have been shared and she was a camp counselor. Like if, if you get a chance to watch, great. Um, maybe just tune in for different parts where people were speaking, obviously. And there's some great, like we did a family choir because like music is a big, big part of my family and um, just the way that we are. So it was really awesome. It was a lot of fun. Um, it was special. And, but it's, but it's difficult seeing those type of people or seeing family members and things like that. Cause I, I told my wife, I was like, there may be people here today over this week that we see, that we may never see again. So, I didn't go into it thinking like that, but you know, that's why I think we have to take every opportunity to kind of say our, our highs and bys and hellos and how are yous and like generally start up that conversation because you never know where it can lead and what kind of connection it can kind of bloom into. So, and that's a struggle, right, for all of us in this type of world that we live in now, and everything is very fast paced and everything is very, um, just you know, it's, uh, it's not as connected as we want it to be. We can all admit that. So, um, that's really one that I wanted to share today and honestly just kind of give you a a little bit of an, uh, a little bit of an over, I'm literally filming or filming. I'm really recording this right now. It's after hours. Um, it's after hours here at the Epoch Experience, um, at the gym here in Pena. And I used to record my podcast in a home studio that we had at the house. That home studio has turned into a baby room. So, Um, I, I, I lugged all the gear up here to the office and we just, you know, we closed up the club tonight and I broke it out real quick, set it up, wanted to record this, just kind of get my mind out there and also keep it super, super, super short and informal. So that's what this is. I don't even know how long this podcast has been, but I'm, I'm wrapping it up right now. It is Friday, December 1st. I told myself that I was going to do something out of my comfort zone before the end of the year, I'm contemplating maybe a couple new programs or something like that to do. Um, and I'm excited to share in this podcast about epoch a little bit more and about like what the program is like. And then obviously how the workouts are going and then obviously get some feedback on the program, maybe even get some of the members in on this podcast as well. So that'd be really fun, um, to do kind of like, you know, give reviews and things like that of how things are going around here. Um, other than that, man, I hope that you've enjoyed at least tuning in And hearing a little bit about uh, what's going on recently. We miss our grandma already. It's crazy. Like even for not maybe having a super, super strong, you know, connection with her over the last short bit. It's like when all that came rushing back and when all those memories started to to resurface. You really do. um, You really do start to realize like what a matriarch she was um, in our family or just like in, you know, in this region uh, because our family is so big. So. That's how things are going here. Things at home life are good. Um, It's December. Football season is like in it right now. And I'm like loving football right now and the Packers are like not even good so it's really odd uh, they're not terrible there's the whole Jordan love thing that we can talk about sometimes so any of you listeners that are into sports I'd love to like maybe dabble into that but this is the starter pack podcast which means we're going to talk a little bit about a lot of things and maybe put some things together and like really give you like the nuggets but like we're not professionals on anything and really not in uh, just talking about any one specific topic so we're going to give you a little bit of everything tonight specifically the very last Pac-12 championship game. I'm so excited. If you if you know me, you know I'm a huge Oregon Ducks fan. And I remember being in high school and I kind of like, you know, you all your friends are, you know, we're from Illinois. And so naturally you you have root for the University of Illinois. And I was just like, I couldn't get into him, man. I just couldn't get into him. And I remember um, my my first favorite college quarterback was Joey Harrington. He played for the Oregon Ducks. And I was just like, I, and I love their uniforms. And so I was like, I latched onto him. And naturally they've been pretty good over the last you know, 10, 15 years, but they've never won a national title. And so I'm thinking, man, maybe this is the year, but this is the biggest game outside of maybe the college football playoffs that they've been in before and maybe the national title that they have played for before. This might be one of the biggest games the University of Oregon has ever played, which is the very last Pac-12 championship game that we know it um, against unbeaten University of Washington, Michael Penix. I'm excited. Um, I think Bonix is the dude. I think he's the dude. I remember when he came out of Auburn, I literally remember watching the game when he played Oregon, his very first game, he came uh, into college, and now to think that like in his fifth year of college, using that COVID year, using that extra credit, you know, or with the with the red for or the the red shirt year, you know, now he's started sixty games. It's crazy. College football is awesome, but um, anyways, yeah, life's good. Really awesome around here. Um, things at the gym are going great. Um, we're upscaling already. Things are foot traffic is high. It's, it's, it's the beginning of the year already, November, December. That's when our brand new year, that's when that new wave really starts to happen. So things are really start to get exciting around the facility. Come check us out. Look us up on Facebook or, um, hit us up via our emails or something like that. If you've got any questions, you want us to talk about certain topics, or you can always stop by the facility. If you're in town, if you're in pain or you're in this area and you've never stopped by the facility and walked the place and looked at it, checked it out. Try the shirt on before you buy it. Come in and get a workout in or something like that. Look me up. Hit me up on Facebook. That's all I got for you today. I really appreciate your time. I'm excited to do this podcast and I hope you're here to stay.